Welcome to No Borders with Brian and Carrie. In this episode, what we want to talk to you about is what is slow travel? What's really kind of involved in slow travel? Because it's an area that a lot of people aren't totally familiar with. I know we weren't when we first started traveling. Um, we didn't really know the ins and outs of it. So right. we're excited to just kind of share as we've now been doing this for two and a half years, <laughs> what's involved? Yeah, what's involved and who really is this for? Mm -hmm. It's not for everybody. Yeah. So slow travel is really where you are going to, so instead of say going to location and staying for four days to a week, you are staying for 28 days to, you know, you're staying in a month. You're gonna stay there for at least a month, mm -hmm. right? That's how long we stay. We stay for at least a month. Um, we've done two months before, mm -hmm. which that came off fast travel yeah so that two right. months so felt quicker. great mm -hmm. and it, it's definitely a different lifestyle mm -hmm. and we're going to explain to you why it could be for you right and just really what the benefits are because there's a lot of benefits and i i honestly think without doing slow travel we would not be doing what we are doing absolutely now. not so what are the benefits of slow travel the way we do it mm -hmm. so Co the cost savings is probably the number one benefit that That's we see. One. And I think really is what was probably the ultimate reason that we chose to do slow travel was, was the money it was going to save us. It made it feasible for us. It made it work. Mm -hmm. We could get on Airbnb is the main platform mm -hmm. that we use. You get a significant discount for 28 days plus. Mm -hmm. And we knew that going in, obviously. And so that was our goal to stay at least those 28 days um, to get that savings. Right. And then there's also so many other things that you have. So in our, like we've done some fast travel where we have moved around and um, it, during that time when you're moving every four days, you either have a flight, you have a train, you have a bus, you're packing up all of your stuff and moving somewhere else. And with that comes a lot of costs are involved. You're maybe getting a taxi to the train station. You're now taking a train from a location or you're getting going to the airport or whatever. So you have those costs that are really huge. Um, and then the other thing that you have, which a lot of people don't really realize, is when you are staying in a hotel for a couple days, you're eating out majority of the time you're not able to cook in where when we're staying in an airbnb we can shop for meals and right. we're eating in our airbnbs are going to be close to that grocery store and let me tell you carrie's a great cook <laughs> so this all works out to my advantage slow travel <laughs> is perfect for me just for that reason alone <laughs> yeah and so we just enjoy also even when you stay in an airbnb say with a kitchen and you're there for a week we find ourselves, it's kind of hard to go buy things that are for meals because you're in this mode of, okay, but we're leaving in like three days. Right. So what do you buy that you're not going to be throwing away exactly. when you leave? I love, I love ketchup. So I'm not buying my ketchup <laughs> yeah. for a four-day stay. But for a 30-day stay, we can buy the salt and that pepper. We can get the ketchup. Mm -hmm. We can get the olive oil, mm -hmm. those types of things to where we know we're going to use them before we leave. Right. The the things of body wash and shampoo or any right. of those, you kind of feel like you're not tossing a lot of those kinds of things away. So there's so many cost benefits to it. Um, but yeah, I think the key one probably being accommodation would be the number one. That'd be the number one. And the other big thing for me anyway is getting into an area for a month, mm -hmm. settling down and, and finding that local pub mm -hmm. or, or just kind of getting into the community going on a walk on that trail every day, a trail that you've never been on before, but you're gonna be on it every day for the next 30 days. Mm -hmm. Those things are kind of fun for me. Well, and that was one of the things that appealed to us so much with slow travel is that 
you know, we have traveled before where you go into a location and it's really, it's go, 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 because to see everything, you really have to not ever just sit back and enjoy the area that you're in. And I think for us originally, because we had looked at staying in Portugal full time, mm -hmm. we wanted to stay in these areas and see if it's a place that we saw as a potential stay long-term, stay permanently, whatever. And you just will never get that by just visiting a place for a couple of days. So yeah, I, I would say that a huge benefit for us was walking away from a location and feeling like, because after a month, like you said, we found our watering hole, we found our favorite grocery store, we found our favorite beach, we found whatever, our favorite walks, anything. Um, you really had a good feel for the community. Right, you don't forget about it. Mm -hmm. You know, when you go to some place for four days, honestly, I'll forget what it was like. I'll forget where we were at almost half mm -hmm. the time. So, so the slow travel thing, um, to me, is a huge benefit in so many areas mm -hmm. that uh, I cannot imagine um, doing. We know of other people that move all the time, mm -hmm. and I don't see how they do it. Yeah, we, um, so actually a good example of that is when we had done fast travel through Central Europe this last year, and we spent three weeks traveling through, we were in Poland and Czech Republic and Germany, Germany. Um, we went into Austria, and then we got into Italy, and we loved the trip, um, and we'll call it a trip because it was super fast moving. Right. Uh, but one of the things that really struck me is I remember having to, I was getting videos and pictures for online um, to put our Instagram. And I was looking at places and I was trying to remember <laughs> like which place was this? Which right. town was this? And that made me really sad because there were certain places that I very much loved, but they weren't really solidified. They weren't in my mind. Right. I mean, it was kind of like I remembered things about it that I loved, but I hadn't, I couldn't really fully remember them. So what that is something that I absolutely appreciate is when we leave a location and I have spent all of that time, I feel like I truly saw it. Right. Like I don't have a need to go back. It was, it was much more, it's much more relaxing mm -hmm. to slow travel than to get burned out. I'm going from place to place to mm -hmm. place. We plan on doing this for a number of years. Mm -hmm. We can't afford to get burned out. Yeah. We have done the fast travel where we moved for two different times. So we did the one in Central Europe, and then there was another time where we traveled through Romania where we spent two months traveling through. And that time we didn't move as fast. There were certain places that we did move fast. Right. But even with that two months, we got done with that. We also went into Bosnia and we went into Serbia. Serbia. Mm -hmm. And when we got done with that, we arrived in Croatia and we were staying in split Croatia for two months. And we, I, I looked at Brian, we had all these grand plans of we were going to rent a car and we were oh, going to yeah, travel we to all gonna these places. Oh yeah, we were going to go all over that, Croatia. <laughs> and we arrived there and I especially was so incredibly burnt out yeah. that I didn't even want to leave the condo right. for, I'm like, I don't care if we don't leave for a couple of weeks. I was just so over it. Other than going to the grocery store, checking out the beach, I did not want to go sightsee. I didn't want to do anything. So I think that for us and maybe with our age, because the people that we talk about that travel and see a lot uh, are younger. They're younger than we are. Sure. They've got more, more energy to do mm -hmm. it. But I also know of one couple that uh, they're getting burned out. Mm -hmm. They're getting to the point where they might uh, 
uh, go home mm -hmm. and, and get jobs. And yeah. I can't imagine. Well, and we've uh, seen other that. couples do that, mm -hmm. you know, that um, have been tra traveling around a lot. And you kind of wonder if they would just slow down and, and kind of be okay with that right. and take the time that they may find that it's a much more enjoyable way to travel. Sure, you're not going to see... You know, we can't, like we said, we've only been to 19 countries at this point. Um, and I say only, if you would have asked me that a while before we started trauma, I'd be like, 19 yeah. countries, that's, that's crazy. That's amazing. But right. now being doing what we are doing, 19 seems like not a ton. Um, but I'd rather do it the way we're doing it and not get burnout. out. Um, because after those couple times that we did try fast travel, I was ready to pack my bags and go home. I was so just, it just physically just wears you out mentally, physically, everything. So yeah. just strips all the fun out of it. It really. takes the fun away from it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Now I was not ready to pack my bags mm -hmm. and go home. I was ready to spend two months in split yeah. and just stop and settle down. We even got to a point after uh, the central Europe fast travel where we took a week off of even doing YouTube, mm -hmm. we put the cameras away and we just took a little bit of a vacation. Yeah. And people, they laugh at that, oh, a vacation from what you guys are doing? Yes, a mm -hmm. vacation from, from what we were doing mm -hmm. um, because there are times the the YouTube channel takes a lot of work, it takes a lot of effort, effort and work that we love doing and we've got it balanced out really well now, that's why we're taking on this podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, we enjoy it. But that fast travel, we wouldn't be able to do any of this. So who does this benefit? Who is this best for? Mm -hmm. For me, it's it's for somebody that might have the time to do it. Right. And somebody that uh, just doesn't want to race all over the world. They just want to relax. Right. And so it's not for your vacationers. So unfortunately, I mean, if you're looking you are still working a full-time job and you only have two, three weeks of vacation a year. Obviously, this is not going to be the style of travel for you, unfortunately. Um, hopefully, at another time in your life, you'll be able to enjoy that style of living. Right. If you decide to quit your job, sell everything, and start a YouTube channel, this <laughs> is for you. for you. This might be for you. <laughs> yes. One of the things that uh, I really appreciate about it is I'm not very organized. Mm -hmm. my, my life, I have to make sure I'm organized because if I don't, I'm not. So unpacking my suitcase and putting everything in its spot is kind of a big deal for me. I will lose, I did lose things when I was fast traveling because yeah. I'm just moving too fast. Yeah. My brain doesn't work that fast. My <laughs> brain has to slow down. Yeah, we really enjoy there, you know, when you, are really living out of a suitcase 100% of the time now. Right. Um, the only time that you feel somewhat settled in a location is when we do get to stop, we do get to unpack our suitcase. And even if that means that we've got the extra bedroom in our Airbnb and we each have like say a twin bed or we have a twin bed where we can put our suitcases and everything's just wide open and you can just see everything you get in and out of it. Just that settled feeling yeah. and not feeling like, um, I think that whole feeling of when you're having to repack your stuff or just not unpack at all and constantly move from place to place to place, um, that unsettled feeling really starts to get to me. Yeah, I always feel like I forgot something. Mm -hmm. What I lose, what I forget. The other thing I would say is really missing um, that I miss a lot and I know you do when we are um, in a place for a short period of time is you have no level of routine. Right. You know. Right. We we both like to get up in the morning and drink our coffee mm -hmm. and just um, you know I'll take in some news. I'll keep up on my sports. Um, you know, you watch your Hallmark Channel if it's available. Uh, so those things are things that we enjoy doing. It gives us a sense of normalcy. Mm -hmm. um, we also like to get outside, go for walks, mm -hmm. and exercise a little bit. 
those things are difficult to do if you're moving fast. Right. And I think also the other thing is when, you know, we talked a little bit about the cost savings of mm -hmm. groceries and everything, but then we kind of go on to the health side of it as well. Um, the exercise, having the time to exercise, it's not just walking. Cause you know, I mean, you're obviously walking a ton when you're sightseeing, right, right, but right. we're not going to count that as exercise. Um, but you know, the, the, how we feel unhealthy because you're eating out for almost every meal and even eating the continental breakfast that uh, we eat way more than we normally would. Um, you gotta get your money's worth. You gotta get, yeah. you gotta make money's worth off that. But I think that just having that routine, being able to actually go to the grocery store and buy some healthier foods and cooking at home is just always going to be a healthier side of things. Um, that is another really huge benefit as well. One thing we had to learn as we, as we went, um, and now we've learned to appreciate it is pacing ourselves mm -hmm. and and not feeling guilty if we don't go sightseeing mm -hmm. or if we don't go do that vacation type activity. If we decide to take a nap, it's okay to do those things. And that's something that slow travel gives us. Back to that sense of normalcy. Mm -hmm. You can relax, take a nap, um, drink your coffee, slow down, because mm -hmm. all those things are gonna be there. We've actually missed out on things in the past knowing we can always come back. Yeah. Well, and I think that's when we are in a location for a month. We, in the beginning, we would just shove it all into the first week because we were so excited to see everything. Yep. And so we pace ourselves through that month and it's like, okay, we'll go to this one site and see it. And then we'll move on to, and you know, the next week we'll go and maybe there's a day trip we can do, but we try and spread it out through the month. But we've also just really learned and it took a, we're still learning. We're it. still learning and it's not even learning it, it's more just getting used to it and being okay with it, is that feeling when we are in a location and there can be a couple days where we don't go do anything. Right. We might hit the grocery store because you don't buy a lot of groceries at once, so you're having to go get the basics each day. Um, but other than that, we're not doing anything. And you have this really guilty feeling that you are you're traveling the world. We are here in split Croatia and we haven't left our condo uh, for a day. Um, we should be out seeing something. We should be doing something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, one thing that kind of reminds me of, of things that we've talked about doing in the future, and that's planting ourselves for a month or two mm -hmm. and doing day trips from that location. Mm -hmm. That is slow travel, mixing in uh, maybe an overnight or someplace. Yeah. Um, now that's something that um, isn't quite as affordable as we would like for it to be. Hopefully we can get to that place. But that is something, if you're wanting to slow travel or mix the two together, mm -hmm. that's an option. Yeah, and yeah, definitely. And back to the, I remember we would actually, I would get messages from people from home that would know where we were at. And they'd be like, oh, have you gone and saw, saw this? Have you saw this yet? And you immediately kind of feel like, oh man, we haven't. We probably well, should go see that. <laughs> um, but you know, it's what I try and explain to people is, is that we are we are traveling yes but we are just living life and we're just not living it here we're not living right. it at home and so you kind of have to ask yourself that question if you're home and say you're retired and at home are you going to be out and doing something every single day are you going to be busy every single day do you want to go see something new every single day it becomes very tiring we would so. get this question asked a lot mm -hmm. So we went ahead and did a whole video about yeah. it. Yeah, what we do we do? Our, what do we do in a day? And we started in the morning, we worked our way through the whole day. Um, we didn't think it'd be much of a video. Um, 
but we got a lot of good feedback on it. We got more feedback on yeah. that video than so many other that people loved it. And we were just asking, it's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> like this is what we do all day. It seems so boring to us because our days really can be on an average day where we're not doing a day trip can be incredibly boring in our eyes. But I know that to people that are looking to do the lifestyle that we're doing, they do wonder, what do you do? Right. It was very interesting for those people yeah. because that is a common question. Mm -hmm. What do you do all day? Yeah. Well, Let's show you. We'll show you. We'll do a video and show you. One of the other things, Brian, like you enjoy taking your daily naps and I know yeah. I enjoy like laying down and watching. Honestly, we kind of just call it our quiet time. Yeah, we'll quiet time. Our time I don't out. always, I don't take a nap every day. No, it's, I think it's more just a quiet time but where we yeah. both can kind of just lay down and rest and kind of shut our eyes or, or be online and just looking at whatever. Right. It's just that downtime. And I know when we were traveling through Central Europe and we would be, we, like we said, we had been go, go, go for three weeks and we were just tired, but you don't feel like you can take that downtime. You don't feel like you could be like, well, let's take a nap. Let's stay in today and just right. take a nap because when you're only in a location for three, four days, you don't have time to, you, you got to see it all. You want to go see Then Prague. you really do feel guilty. Right. Exactly. Then you will feel guilty. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, um, you know, taking a nap, relaxing, getting back into your routine, going to the grocery store doing your laundry, mm -hmm. all those things um, is a benefit in our mind to slow travel. Right. So, I mean, hopefully like us just kind of sharing with you what slow travel is all about. Um, if you didn't really know the ins and outs of it in comparison, then it's something that you might just look into a little bit more, especially when you're, when you're doing that research on say that Airbnb, say you do have the time available, just plug in 28 days instead of that week you were looking to stay because a lot of those places you may pay for the two weeks and really those second two weeks are free. So it, it's kind of like you were talking about being able to take that day trip from a location. Well, if you can get a place and you're saving, the money then just have that place as your landing point you don't have to take all of your luggage with you you can then just maybe pack a day pack go stay the night in one location then come back so it's kind of just a fun concept to kind of look into dig a little bit deeper in and see if it might be a good fit for you now we are on to our question area of the uh, podcast the, here. The question, question and answer segment. Yes, question yes. and answer segment. So one of the questions we get asked quite often is, what do we pack for full-time travel? Well, yeah, and it's kind of an interesting <laughs> one because we are carry-on only. We're carry-on only. We didn't mm -hmm. start off carry-on only. We evolved to carry-on only, again, because of cost savings. Now, the first time we went out, we had three bags, and now we've got... Uh, one of them was a, was a check bag. Mm -hmm. Now we've got carry-on. And to this day, we still maybe change it up a little bit. Yeah. But we do have our go-tos yeah. that we take no matter what. Yeah, and I would say that when we are on the road, it doesn't matter how much we take out of our bags. It always feels like you have way too much because when you are moving, even though it is only once every month, moving from location to location, you're still taking that bag up and down this. I mean, in Europe, there's not a whole lot of elevators. So you are walking up and down steps. Uh, thankfully, Brian usually carries my, yeah, my I, bigger I the, bag for me. In. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, and so those are going up and down stairs. You're hauling them onto a train uh, and, and whatever. So you really appreciate it. It is that moment where less is a lot more. Yeah, less is absolutely more. And we've, we've actually come up with a pretty good 
packing list mm -hmm. that we go by religiously. Yeah, we've really kind of dialed it in after two yeah. and a half years. Um, it's it's taken some uh, learning process of what we really need, what we can get on the road. And so we put together a packing list if you would be interested in having that. Um, and, and this is kind of one of those things that you can just kind of see the essentials that we have. And then as you have more room or don't have enough room or whatever, you can just change it as you need to. But you can get that packing list on our website. Um, it's at brianandcarrytravels.com. And so there's a link there that you can go ahead and request that. How much does that packing list cost? That is free. That's a free packing list? Yes. Wow. <laughs> there's a men's and women's because it's a little bit different for both of us. It's a free packing list. Go ahead and take a look at it mm -hmm. and adjust it to your needs. You might not need something. You might want to add something mm -hmm. else, but it will definitely get you started. Now, we got an interesting question uh, just the other day, a couple days ago. Um, somebody asked what it's like getting out of your comfort zone, good mm -hmm. or bad. And at first I read it and I didn't really understand it. But the more I thought about it, I thought, what a great question. It is. Yeah. It's a great question because I know... Uh, when I was talking to a friend of mine about what we were going to do, he just said, you know, you're going to be stimulated all the time. Mm -hmm. Whether it's good or bad stimulation, you're going to be, your mind is going to be working overtime. Yeah. And, and it doesn't necessarily work overtime because we are slow traveling, but there is always something new to see and do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those new things might not be what you're used to. Right. Well, and I think one of the best examples for us, um, when I think back to getting the when it first started getting out mm -hmm. of our comfort zone is when we went to Spain and we found ourselves in Valencia we had never really been in a place where the language they do not speak even though we had started learning Spanish mm -hmm. they do not speak Spanish the same kind of Spanish we had been learning uh, they kind of have their own dialect in Valencia and they weren't exactly as welcoming and uh, they didn't want to converse with us a whole lot or even really try and so it threw us right into the middle of, say, not in our comfort right. zone. Right, and I, and I will say that we would handle that situation a lot better now right. than we did then. Well, and I think that was kind of the point of what I was trying to get mm -hmm. out with that is that, you know, in the beginning, you are tossed into these moments and you're kind of like, oh my gosh, and it was uncomfortable. But now we know that right. if we were to go back to that situation or in any other situation, say, for instance, walk into a public market and you are having to go up to the counter, you do not speak the language, but you want, say, whatever amount of whatever's there. In the beginning, we were like, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. I don't even, you know, how do I tell them what I want? And you really learn that you can point, you can smile, figure it out. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you just find your way around it in every place that we've been. We've now been able to, we've been fine. Yeah, we've navigated yeah. very well. But it is a great question. Mm -hmm. um, you know, how do you deal with it? Mm -hmm. You deal with it. Um, and I really can't think of a, a, a situation that we're out of our comfort zone and it was uncomfortable no you know um, going into to turkey for example mm -hmm. you think of turkey as being this this uh far off country mm -hmm. well it's really not it's yeah. very comfortable turkey is an amazing country it was exciting to go into going into mm -hmm. vietnam for the first time yeah. i remember getting getting uh, walking out of the airport <laughs> thinking man we're in vietnam this yeah. is crazy and you know it's stimulating. It is stimulating. It's out of your comfort zone, yeah. but it's stimulating. And I think that even though you are stepping out of your comfort zone in all of those different circumstances, when you're done with it, it feels pretty darn cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes you also realize after you're done with it 
that you'll do it again. And each time you become more and more confident of that. Yeah. And then you start, um, you know, when we started our adventure, it was in Europe and we didn't want to go to Southeast Asia. Mm -hmm. We wanted to go to Southeast Asia. We were nervous. But we weren't sure yeah. if we would be able to handle the chaos. Well, after exploring Europe for, for almost a year, we did jump to Southeast Asia. Mm -hmm. It was stimulating. It was very cool. It was a lot of fun. Okay, so thanks for listening to this today. We hope that uh, it kind of just opened your eyes some different possibilities. Uh, if you want to find us all outside of the podcast, you can find us on all the social media. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and then of course on YouTube, and all of those are at Brian and Carrie. Uh, you can also, like we mentioned, our website. You can go there uh, for some more travel tips and information, uh, and that is Travels.com. So we will catch you next time. All right, cheers. cheers.